Well, good afternoon and welcome to the Vancouver House Project. My name is Vance Harris. I'm with Dialogue. I was the project architect and partner in charge of uh, these four amazing buildings. And to my left is Jacqueline. Hi there, this is Jacqueline Chi. Uh, I'm with West Bank. I was the project manager in charge of this development. And we're standing here outside building one on Continental Street. So the space that we're in is on the unceded lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. And uh, one of the um, defining features of Continental Street and, and the space underneath um, the Howe Street on-ramp is uh, the generous amount of area that's been given back over to uh, the pedestrian realm. Uh, you'll see as we go through the rest of the tour, uh, the approach to landscaping on this entire project is to take the softscape up to the roof and uh, render the ground plane as a very uh, open, usable and transformable space underneath the bridge infrastructure. The way that we describe this project uh, is through the delineation of four separate buildings. Um, but essentially they sit over three sites, so buildings one and two is on the first site. Building one is the podium to the tower and building two is the tower itself. Building and three and four sits on either side of the Granville Street Bridge. So as I mentioned, building one is the podium to building two, which is the tower. And what's situated within building one is about four to five different components. We have the rental residential component, uh, which we're just about to head into the lobby of. There's 106 rental residential units on this building that are comprised of studio one beds, uh, two bed and three bed units. We also have a small retail space to our left, which will be a restaurant um, that's going to open very shortly. And then we have a drugstore, grocery store and fitness facility further north towards Pacific Street. So now we're going to head west into the lobby that serves the rental portion of uh, Building 1. So here we are inside one of the rental residential units. We're on the sixth floor uh, in Unit 602. This is a two bed, two bath unit. Um, as we look around the interior finishing, again, same as the tower, we have low VOC emitting materials with the flooring, the paint, the adhesives. Um, we have low formaldehyde cabinetry in the kitchens. Um, we have continuous air supply coming from the HRV units in the ceiling space, um, providing fresh air into all of the living areas, bathrooms, bedrooms. Around the perimeter of the unit, we have a low temperature heating unit that heats up the air from the ground up. So one thing that's quite apparent from uh, being in this rental unit, I mentioned earlier that it shares the same facade system and therefore the same facade pixelation as the tower. What's less apparent in the tower is the window to wall ratio. And here you really get the sense of how uh, much we tried to uh, lower the window to wall ratio. So in this case, as we look south uh, down towards Beach Avenue, we're actually looking out of um, what I would call more uh, picture windows. We're, we're getting framed views. This is not a wall of glass. Of course, this lowers uh, the solar heat gain and allows for a much higher performing envelope overall. And lastly, inside the suite, um, the kitchen and the bathroom plumbing fixtures all feature low flow plumbing fixtures with 40% water use reduction. 
So now we're going to head out of this rental unit and head downstairs to the bicycle storage facility. So we're now down on level P2 in one of the many bicycle storage rooms. Um, as we look around, we see various types and sizes of bikes, kids' bike trailers. Um, also, just one room over is an on-site bike repair spot, which has uh, immediate access to a secondary bicycle elevator. Now we're going to leave the bicycle storage facility and head upstairs to the end-of-trip facilities that are specifically tailored to the commercial and retail units on site. So here we are standing outside the end-of-trip facilities. We have women and men's change rooms, showers and lockers. For those who don't know, end-of-trip facilities are for um, bicycle amenities. So when you reach the end of your trip through a bicycle trip, then you um, have the usage of amenities such as lockers, showers, bathroom, vanities, etc. So here we are on the P1 level standing in the main mechanical room. Buildings 1 and 2 is actually connected into a district energy utility uh, for, through Creative Energy. Uh, Creative Energy is a district utility that's um, hooked up to over 210 buildings in downtown Vancouver. Um, and Vancouver House buildings 1, 2, 3 and 4 is one of them. So here we are in the main uh, heat exchanger room where the incoming service from Creative Energy comes into the building and from this room the hot and cold water is pumped through the tower and the podium. So a connection to a district energy utility allows the project to be uh, more energy efficient than a typical project. By having this connection, you have much less equipment on site, which yields significant space savings, but also efficiency savings because the energy system is connected to multiple buildings rather than just the one. Now we're headed back up to Continental Street where we'll look into some of the retail spaces. So we're standing in an entry vestibule that's shared by uh, access to a, a gym uh, facility upstairs, a drugstore immediately in front of us, and as we look up this uh, fully glazed uh, multi-story atrium, uh, we see a food store um, immediately adjacent, and all the way at the top, uh, we see skylights that form part of that um, break or crack in the building that we had referred to earlier. And you can really feel and see standing here just the, the depth of um, natural daylight penetration. We are multiple stories below the skylight, and it's incredibly well lit. And um, feels like one is at the uh, sort of the apex of all of the uh, commercial and retail uses in building one. So the ventilation for the commercial spaces is controlled uh, automatically um, by way of CO2 sensors and it um, achieves the highest efficiency of, um, of airflow in these spaces. Similar to uh, buildings three and four, which uh, you uh, can go and tour on a, a separate audio. So as we come to the end of the walking tour, I'm reflecting back on uh, perhaps some of the more memorable moments uh, on this project. And for me, it's actually uh, less to do with the building and, and more to do with the community of people that put it together. 
uh, I was out on site uh, on the day the concrete was being poured for the foundation. Uh, brought my kids with me. They were very young at the time. Uh, and I actually ran into a number of other folks, including the lead electrical contractor, with his kids on site watching the first concrete go into place. And over the next six years, uh, not only did we talk about the project every time we worked together, but we checked in on each other's kids because we had been there on site on day one. So it was a, a real community building experience. I think one of the interesting things for me on this project is that uh, there's so many unique conditions and there's nothing that's typical or off the shelf and that's both um, incredibly hard to work with but also incredibly re rewarding and interesting to come up with so many unique solutions that we can utilize on other projects and also just learn from what we learn from this project. So thank you for coming on this green building audio tour of Vancouver House, buildings one and two.